What's up, guys? I'm Chino. Throughout my journey, I have learned to take each moment, job, relationship, and opportunity as a gift. Each week, I will be sharing my personal experiences, fresh insight from my guests, and discussing topics that help listeners best relate to the journey. I'm deeply passionate about sharing what I've learned in my life to help inspire, motivate, and show that we are never alone. With hardships comes healing, and with personality comes hoops. This is Chino's Best. Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome to 2020 January. Fucking dope. Um, I am super excited because of a few reasons. One, I just hit 2.1 thousand listens on the podcast. So for everyone tuning in, you are part of that number and I am absolutely 1 million percent grateful. Um, I think it's a bit wild that the first episode aired October 30th, so basically November, and here we are January 1st, and we've hit 2.1 thousand. And I say we because I really couldn't do this without you guys, and I know that sounds super corny, but if you weren't listening and you're not giving me feedback and you're not telling me things that you think you want to hear me talk about, I wouldn't even, I mean, I'd still have a project because I'd be doing it for myself, but it would be a lot harder without everyone listening. So, Absolutely super grateful for that, super excited, and just wanted to, you know, pat myself on the back because I've been working hard. So, something I wanted to talk about with everyone is while the 2020 vision, uh, new year, new me, all of those catchphrases can come off a little cliche, I think that the intention behind them is extremely valuable and can be very pure. So I took some notes for this one, actually. Sometimes I like to just come in here and just talk and just kind of get this stream of consciousness flowing and just dive right into exploring my own thoughts as though I'm having a conversation with anyone listening, which in essence I am. Um, But I took some notes on this one because I think that it's really important and a couple things that I wanted to touch base on and you know, the new year, it's a really, really exciting place for everyone to be. And I feel like sometimes we shit on those people and we shit on their ideas of like a new year and a fresh start. But it's the same thing as anyone being like, oh, well, I'm starting going to the gym on Monday or I am starting this new diet on Wednesday. You know, like it's, I mean, it's just the same thing, but this is a larger platform for people to go in and say, you know what, I can do it this time. Like it's a new decade, a new year, a new month, a new day. And people get really excited for that. So shout out to everyone who is taking a moment for themselves, taking the opportunity to take advantage of this new year and this new, you know, just new chapter. It's really exciting. And and even if you haven't really done anything, hopefully this gets you thinking a little bit and kind of reevaluating you know, where you're at, what you want. Because at the end of the day, that's 
that is 1 million percent what needs to be the focus. It's not even necessarily that it's a new year, new you, anything like that. But if you're just taking the courage to kind of evaluate yourself and go in and say, you know, this is what I need to be doing. This is what I want to be doing. I think that's really going to separate the doers from the dreamers. And while being a dreamer is fine and well, you've got to be able to turn your dreams into a reality. And at the end of the day, that really just, it starts with you. Um, one thing that I was looking at and it's kind of corny, but Michael Jackson song, man in the mirror, like everyone knows that song. It's a great jam. Um, I think that that is so important. You know, the idea behind would you choose you? You know, when you look in the mirror, are you excited and proud of what you're seeing? Are you elated to start a new day? Are you looking for ways to improve yourself? Because I'm just going to say this. I'm extremely proud of myself. I love who I am as a person. I love what I bring to the table. I fight for things hard, whether it be jobs, relationships, friendships. Like, I go balls to the wall because I know what the fuck I bring to the table. But there's still things that I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh, Kinsey Ray, you could be doing this better. You know, you really need to. And and that's fine. Like, you can still be improving, but still be fine with yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could still go in and acknowledge that there are things that need a little bit more work or more attention, but still like who you are as a person. So one of the biggest concepts that I wanted to talk about was not necessarily taking anything away. I feel like the new year kind of brings this, oh, I've got to cut this, this, and this out. You know, whether it be people, fast food, soda, um, your in-laws, no, I'm just kidding. Um, but whatever it is that you're focused on cutting out, why not reframe your mind and put that energy more so into an additive? You know, what can you be adding to your day, to your being, to your reflection, to accompany yourself along your own journey? You know, like what are you adding to yourself <laughs> I don't know what that was. I think it was like a little burp, but it sounded like a velociraptor. Um, What are you adding to yourself to not necessarily make the journey easier, but to be more concrete in who you are and be more proud of who you are? While I think being proud of yourself is a necessity, you know, you've got to be the one to pat yourself on the back because there's not always going to be there's like anyone sometimes to do it for you. And, you know, I can kind of attest to this. I have amazing friends, okay? I have an amazing family. I have amazing friends. I have a lot of people that have my back. But at the end of the day, I really am the only person that's, you know, sitting here recording these podcasts. I'm the only person in my bed. I'm the only person in my car. I'm the only person journaling, you know? Like, yes, those people are amazing attributes to my life. But at the end of the day, like I am the person that I have to answer to. So going back to saying, would you choose you? You know, you really, really have to consider what happens when you heal yourself. 
you know, and it could be an extreme healing from maybe you've had some emotional turmoil the past year, you know, maybe you got your heart broken. I can definitely say I have. So that is a healing aspect that I've been focusing on. What if in this past year you lost your dream job because, you know, you got comfortable and you got a little lazy? Okay, that's fine. That happens to the best of us. It's happened to me as well. So little things like that, when you're focusing on healing, it doesn't I say little things. Those are big things. Um, I guess an example of something little would be, you know, what if you're eating really well and then the week of the holidays, you've just crammed a bunch of sweets into your diet. Okay, that's fine. Heal from that. Do a detox, you know, you recognize it. And that's the first step. The first step is recognizing yourself and recognizing the things that you would like to give more attention to. So having the opportunity of a new year and a fresh start, it's kind of, it's honestly kind of beautiful because some people aren't strong enough to do that. You know, some people aren't strong enough to just say, okay, this is the day that I, I'm really going to try and I'm really going to get it together and I'm really going to start now. You know, so the calendar kind of graces us with that gift in itself because some people aren't able to wake up on a Monday morning and do things different. Some people aren't able to, you know, go into their job and do better. You know, maybe they hate their job and it's like a subconscious action. I feel like that's a lot of, I'm getting on a tangent, but I feel like that's a lot of like when people are late, it's because they really don't want to do that thing. You know, like I really truly think they're are obvious reasons that people become late and accidents and things that happen. But overall, if you're late to the same thing over and over, it's probably because you don't want to fucking be there. So right there, heal yourself. Either make the decision to be on time or do something different. Quit showing up to that thing because obviously it's not serving you and not making you happy. So by choosing yourself, I think healing yourself is huge. You know, once you begin to do the internal work because no one else can fucking do that shit for you. I get it. It's scary. It's frustrating at times. Oh man, I I've been there. Like I get it. But the second I put more into actually building from the inside out, not what I'm projected to look like on Instagram, not what selfies my friends are taking with me. None of those things. I started to attract what I was looking for. And some of you roll your eyes and you think the universe is stupid. There's no such thing as coincidence or signs. And I'm right there with you. I don't believe in coincidence. I do, however, believe in the universe. I do believe in signs. I do have a close relationship with God, but it's more so like that's the homie. Like, If I saw God, like, we'd probably shake up and I'd be like, bro, thank you so much for everything you've done. Like, you're the shit. Like, that's how my conversations with my personal um, belief system goes. I was going to say religion, but I don't think you can call it a religion because I'm not really, like, I am my own entity. Um, But, excuse me, I wanted to try and record this without taking any breaks because once I start flowing, if I stop, then I get all kerbobbled and I think that uh, like it sounds like shit and I'm rambling. So excuse me for coughing. I was extremely, extremely sick over the break and um, spent some time in the hospital, had a concussion. 
a super high fever near 104, but it's all fine and well now, and I'm like 15 pounds skinnier, so like I said, I shake up with God, and I'm like, thanks. <laughs> but all of that being said, it's it's given me some time to be on my own and think by myself because what the fuck else do you do when you're sick as shit? Like you spend so much time by yourself, it's nauseating at points. But it's really, really brought to the surface, you know, like healing from within and that's going to heal the things around me. Think about when you go really anywhere or around anyone and either yourself or we'll use other people as an example what if one of your friends is in a shit mood you know and you're super hype you guys are doing something that evening um and this goes for guys and girls by the way not just females guys are emotional as fuck too and if you guys pretend that you're not you're fucking lying it's it's human nature like it's not anything to be ashamed of and while we're speaking of shaming men can we stop making men feel like they can't have emotion and that they all have to have a fucking six pack okay it's not realistic it's not fair you bitches don't have six packs and you all have fake eyelashes and it shut up like (laughs) just shut up it's everyone has emotions and that's perfectly fine and well but back to the example um 200 hours later as spongebob would say but when someone comes in and they have like a shitty fucking mood everything else is kind of put in that negative headspace and then everyone's kind of you know off their game and then you're annoyed and then you want to leave and it's just a downward like trickle of bullshit so imagine if you worked on you within you because no one knows you like you do can you imagine the energy that you're now bringing to not only your random passings but your intentional ones if when your presence comes into the room people's concept of you is oh fuck yes i'm so glad chino's here like oh hell yeah, here we go, finally, I can't wait to see her, I have been wanting to see her, like, you really are healing the world when you heal yourself, and that sounds so corny and a little dramatic, but maybe it's meant to be, you know, maybe it's meant to be a little over the top because not everyone can do it, not everyone can achieve those things, but if you try, then isn't that better than, than just being like, Debbie Downer all the time or not enjoying the life like that you are literally meant to live I could I could go on on a tangent on that for hours but I think we lose sight of how many lives we're actually touching you know whether it be your job whether it be people asking for advice whether it be someone just like making a comment about your story like you are coming into contact with thousands of people every single day even when you're driving your car and you honk your horn like what's to say that that guy isn't tearing up and missed the stoplight because his dog just died you know like that's obviously an extreme fucking situation but it's it's little things like that like you really really never know like you never know what is going on and if you would just heal yourself then the world around you is going to start to reflect those positive things as well. Now, I am not Miss fucking Positive Patty all the time. I know that this podcast, I definitely serve some fucking tea 
and I call people out and they know who they are and that's fine. I'm trying to balance being a boss ass bitch but also being someone that people enjoy being around which I again will pat myself on the back. I feel like I've mastered that. I feel like the energy that I bring to my surroundings no matter where I am it's known. It's known. And not only is it known, it's appreciated and it's desired. And I think that that is kind of why I feel like I can talk about these things because I am very authentic and I'm very straightforward. And while sometimes, you know, like I've said, I'm not everyone's cup of tea. I'm really not. And that's totally fine. But if this triggers you to think differently, or if this triggers you to I don't know, talk about something in like a different sense. Like that's the fucking point. That's the point. While everyone is saying, you know, 2020 vision clear, 2020 perfect vision. Okay, why why are we obsessed with this idea of perfect? Truly. Because perfection is subjective. You know, what wh- who... Who are these people on Instagram or these people on Twitter or these people in your friend circle or these people on your family tree? Who are they to dictate the concept of perfection? Isn't perfection yours? You know, like, isn't it your concept of perfection? The same with fucking humor. Humor's subjective. Perfection's subjective. I can guarantee fucking to you that the person I believe is my soulmate who I'm in love with does not appeal to a lot of people fucking doesn't. He doesn't, but that's fine. I don't give a fuck because he appeals to me. And that's, that's the point. I know that, I mean, my best friend, literally my best friend of 18 years, I know that there are certain people that come across her and they're like, how are you guys best friends? And then other people come across her and they're like, holy shit, two peas in a pod. And it's, everything is subjective. Everything is, is someone else's opinion. So, When it comes to the vision being clear, the vision being perfect, 2020, new decade, perfection is yours. It's yours to own. It doesn't have to be, you know, a well-lit performance on social media. It doesn't have to be the perfect photo from the perfect camera. You know, I take pictures with my iPhone that I'm like, oh shit, that is dope. And There are other days that I see professional pictures taken of me that I'm like, oh my God, I'm framing that. But it's, it's more so how I'm feeling in the moment. It's more so the concept of what it took to get that photo, what was going on in that photo, where was my mindset in that photo. And I think that that is what kind of alters our, our like idea of perfection, um, truly the concept of perfect, it's not attainable. And I think we've seen that, you know, with the Kardashians, which don't get me wrong, you guys can judge me all you want, but I like the Kardashians. Kindle's my favorite. Um, I, you know, have followed their life just like everyone else in America. And I think that they have done a really, really great job. Their mom's a fucking marketing genius. And if you deny it, go back to school because she is literally one of the smartest businesswomen of all time. Um, but I mean, we, we've seen it with the Kardashians. They have perfect bodies, perfect eyelashes, perfect lips, perfect wardrobe, perfect homes. These bitches are just like everyone else. They're out getting cheated on. You know what I'm saying? Like 
they're getting cheated on, they're getting heartbroken, they're becoming parents, they are learning new things, they're experiencing life. Now, is it at a heightened sense? Yeah, but I think we need to stop, we, we need to stop confusing heightened lifestyle with perfection because nothing is perfect. Nothing is perfect. And and to the to that effect, like someone like Kim Kardashian could be like, yeah, you know, eight kids is going to be where I stop because that's the perfect number for me. Okay, well, if someone told me that I had to have eight fucking kids, I would literally be like, no, make your own soccer team. Like I I wouldn't want that. Like of course, I mean, I want five kids, but it's it's just your idea of perfection is not always necessarily someone else's and that's totally okay. I think this year and this decade for that matter needs to focus on authenticity. You know, really dive into looking into yourself, looking at your own reflection, looking at the energy that you are putting off as well as what you're absorbing. Like I was saying, being authentic isn't just posting a photo with no makeup. You know, being authentic isn't just like some guy being like, oh yeah, this is my girlfriend. I post her on my story. Plot twist, we've been dating for five months. No, that doesn't make you authentic. That Honestly, that type of person is a fucking ass. But posting those pictures to prove to the social media world that you are authentic is literally ass backwards opposite it's not doing anything. Like, it's really not doing anything. Authenticity is a matter of what you're posting, whether it be quotes, whether it be what you're eating, whether it be how you look. That's the same you in real life. To me, that's the definition of perfect. When you are parallel with your belief system and you're running side by side to what people see on the internet and what they experience in real life, that is the fucking goal. Like that should be our goal for 2020. That should be our concept for this decade. That should be what you're doing for yourself, honestly. And I mean, I don't know. I, I really just think it goes back to, would you choose you? Would you choose yourself, you know, and, and not, not in a desperate sense, you know, I was talking to my friend Jess and we were talking about the concept of love, you know, and the people that we love and it's kind of rough right now, but that's fine. That's life. You know, we are figuring it out and we're figuring it out together and that's a beautiful thing that you have someone on your side who you can confide in and kind of relinquish your stresses to get some more insight. But I promise you, if every time that Jess spoke to me, I was either going on a tangent about how these people suck or I was going on a tangent about how amazing they are, where are either of us getting? No, my energy doesn't need to be one extreme or the other. It needs to be authentic. It needs to be like, hey, I get it, but why beg for people who would not beg for you would you choose you you know like looking at looking at who you are and what you bring to the table would you choose you the answer for both of us was yes so if I'm choosing me and you're choosing you why the fuck do we give a fuck about anyone not choosing us 
Why? Why would you? And that that goes for family, that goes for friends, that goes for lovers. It doesn't matter. If you know that you would choose yourself and someone else is questioning choosing you, good motherfucking bye. Goodbye. Adios. See you later. Sayonara. Obviously, it's easier said than done, and I understand that. But no, it, it, it has to be, you've got to dumb it down for yourself. Like the, the 2020 vision you're looking for, the new year, new you that you're looking for. Last time I checked, those people were not begging for anyone. And if you are, you probably wouldn't choose yourself. You know, think about it like that. If you are not choosing you, why would anyone else? Why would they? And if you are concrete in who you are and you know that you would choose yourself and you have nothing to, you know, say that, oh, I could definitely work on that. I can understand why no one would want to be around me. If you don't have something like that and you would choose you, do not allow anyone else to make you question choosing you. If someone doesn't choose you, bye. See ya. And that's as simple as it should be. But obviously, life is not always simple or we wouldn't have a podcast, we wouldn't have self-help books, we wouldn't have broken relationships, like nothing, nothing in what we call normal would be happening. So what is it that we are expecting from 2020? You know, I would, I would like to, I'd really like to see people be more of themselves. I, hmm, how do I word this? Like I said, I have found my soulmate. Um, but when you are believing in yourself, it makes it really, really easy to believe in other people. Sometimes that can be a detriment. When you're so concrete in who you are and you feel like you can truly help and inspire others, look, if someone's not willing to look at themselves in the mirror, there's not shit you can do. So what that means, readjust your vision to you. Readjust the energy you're expelling on someone who's not ready to look at their own reflection into people who know who the fuck they are. Look at the the people you're surrounded with, the energy that you're taking in and also giving out why waste energy on someone who is not in that same headspace as you, you know? And like I said, that goes for friends, that goes for family. If you're not getting your energy from a positive resource, if you are not giving your energy from a positive reflectant point, then can we really be shocked when shit things are happening? Like, can we really be shocked when things go awry? No, you can't. Because whether we want to believe it or not, truly what you're putting out into the world is coming back to you. And I know this and I live it and I fucking love it because my life is truly beautiful. Like, it is beautiful. And I am so thankful. And it's because I put out what I expect back. And then you find that when people can't reciprocate that, they got to fucking go. They got to go. I know we talked about not cutting people out 
and not cutting things out and being more of an additive mindset. But no, sometimes people genuinely have to leave your life. Jobs have to be quit. Habits have to be cut. That's just human nature. You know, like if if you know that your habitual things are negative, yeah, fucking cut it out. And while I really want this to focus on additives in our life, you know, you have to take some things out. I don't want people to focus on that though. Like don't focus on the things you need to cut out of your life because then it's going to feel impossible. You're going to get frustrated. It's never going to go anywhere. But there are natural things that you need to release in order to add the right things. So God, in 2019, I have, oh my God, it's been beautiful. But I've learned a lot. You know, there are a lot of silent battles that I was fighting. There were a lot of tears I was crying. There was a lot of hard work. There was a lot of sweat. There was some blood. There was just, you know, it was a year. And I'm sure a lot of people can attest to that. I've I've been reading a lot of statuses and I've been reading, you know, a lot of tweets and a lot of captions. And it, I think we can all kind of agree that 2019 was a little rough. You know, it had its its high highs, but when we hit the low banks, it was fucking low. And that's fine. That's totally okay. Like, and, and I don't, I guess I just don't want people to think like 2020 because of it being a particular number and representing clear vision that it's going to be perfect. No, I'm sure it's going to be just as hard. But the positive thing from that is everything that we have gained thus far. Like, people forget all of the tools you have in your arsenal. Every job I've worked, every person I've dated, every opportunity I've gotten, every song that has made me come alive, every car I've driven. You know, the past decade has been a lot of valuable tools that I now have in my arsenal to fuck everything up. But that's the point. You have tools in your arsenal to help get you to the next step, but it's the people that are choosing to let those tools be a detriment and fuck it all up. That's where failure comes into play. If you're trying, that's not failing, you know, and naturally you're going to have moments where you're like, oh shit, and you get your teeth kicked in, but you're not failing if you're trying. You're failing if you don't even start. So something that is huge that we need to address mistakes are normal okay you're gonna make mistakes you're gonna say and do stupid fucking things everyone does them we're all human habits however are a conscious choice I've made a lot of mistakes I've made mistakes in putting people first who didn't deserve it I've made mistakes in not making my bed every day and then that's a trickle down effect into the laziness that then reflected into my job you know um people make mistakes that's life but it's when we create those things to be habits or make excuses for people who have negative habits that's when the toxicity seeps in you know that is when it becomes 
very, very negative. And we can forgive mistakes. You can forgive really anything. I mean, it's a conscious decision. Um, I mean, just like the idea of perfection, like it's subjective. Forgiveness is subjective to what you as a human being can fucking handle. Can you forgive yourself is a big one that I think people struggle with. Um, But mistakes can be forgiven. Habits, however, whether it's by you or it's by someone around you, that is the creation of toxicity. And if you sit in the same place for too long, you'll you'll never leave. If you do the same thing over and over and over and expect something different to happen, that is the literal definition of insanity. I, I don't know if everyone knows that. Like if you, it, and my college coach used to say, do what you always did, get what you always got. And that's the truth. You know, how can we expect to attain our concepts of perfection if we're not willing to change anything? If you're not willing to add a little, take out a little, add some more, take out a little more, you know, no one's perfect, but it's it's not about being perfect. It's about being authentic. It's about being true to who you are. And that's where a lot of people struggle. Being a light in a situation is not necessarily for anyone but you. You know, there are tons of people that have reached out to me in saying, you know, this really spoke to me. Your concept really meant a lot. Your caption was spot on. Your tweet was perfect. I don't know. Things like that, which again, thank you guys so much for any and all feedback. It's much appreciated. Um, But that's not... That's not coming from me always trying to deliver for someone else. I'm delivering for fucking me. Like, I've been that bitch and I'm still that bitch. Like, at the end of the day, it comes down to me. I am providing a light from inside of myself, from lots of hidden battles, from lots of experience, from lots of love, from lots of hate, you know? And and if anyone tells you that you're not supposed to hate, no. You you can. You can you can really do and be whatever the fuck you want. But I know for a fact that because of my hate towards certain people and things, it has projected me into finding light on other ideas, you know? There's there's been a couple situations in my life where I can honestly say that I have hate towards certain people, but it's also helped me see love in a completely different way. It's helped me see love in a much brighter way because I got to also experience the negative. And that's what I mean about tools in your arsenal. Bad things, they happen to everyone, okay? Everyone goes through bad things. Everyone experiences negative Everyone goes through it, but it's using those things to pivot yourself to build from it. You know, there are plenty of times, Jesus, so many times that I've just, I feel like I'm in a hole and I'm looking up and I'm looking at the world going on around me and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I work so hard. I'm a good person. I would do anything for anyone and I know that I deserve to be up there. I deserve that life. So you know what? I'm going to fucking get it. And then you're in a hole and you start to look around and you're like, oh, there's a root. 
I will climb on that root and use my foot across this to get to the next step. And then all of a sudden you get to the top of that root and you see that there's a brick buried underneath. So then you use that brick to pull yourself up. And now all of a sudden you have stepping stones. And now all of a sudden you're out of that hole and you're looking around and you're like, oh shit, it wasn't people that I was seeing at the top of the hole. They're actually at the top of that mountain in the distance. And how do I get up there? And then it's peaks and valleys and running and sweating and crying and building. But you know what? It's still using the tools. You use those building blocks of the fucked up shit that's happened to you to get to that next step. It's not the next step that's scary. It's the expectations we set for that step. It's the expectations that we go into something like the example, hey, when I climb out of this hole, I'm going to have it all. No, I just climbed out of a hole and saw that there were people on top of a mountain now. So how the fuck do I get up there? Like your expectations can be so extremely hindering because there's a there is a difference between expectations and accountability. You can hold yourself accountable. You can set positive habits and hold yourself accountable, like making your bed every day, going to the gym five days a week, eating the right things, allowing yourself a cheat meal, being more honest with yourself, being more honest with your partner. Like you can do things of that nature and have expectations that, you know, things are going to get better when I get my fucking shit together. Yeah, probably, duh. But it's the it's the expectations that we're setting that we're not holding ourselves accountable and we're not doing the work to achieve the goal. Then your expectations fall flat, then we quit, then we give up. No. And I I really, really, truly think that this time of year is beautiful for so many people because you really don't know. You don't know what you're going to cut out. You don't know what you're going to add in. You don't know what's going to happen. You think that you can't go to the gym every single day for the next 100 days and then boom, all of a sudden you're in day 250 and you feel and you look great and you're like, oh shit, I guess I don't have to go seven days a week now. I can go down to five because I accomplished my goal and I've exceeded my expectations. Sometimes expectations are good to have in the sense of holding yourself accountable. You know, saying like, I expect to lose 20 pounds in three months. Okay, that's attainable. But are you really putting in the work to supersede those expectations? You know, you can set expectations, but are you going to the gym every day? Are you eating properly? Are you drinking water? And I know that fitness is probably like the biggest fucking thing that anyone comes across that they're like, new year, new me, fitness goals. Yeah, because it's the easiest lifestyle change that you can go and start, but it is the hardest one to maintain. The absolute hardest one. Because cutting stuff out can seem kind of, I mean, it really can seem great and you guys need to get to chopping on some shit, but adding things is the hard part. Like that's the hard work that everyone should really focus and zone in on is adding greatness. You know, add a book to your daily routine. And maybe if you're adding 30 minutes of reading, you're subtracting 10 minutes of social media. You know, it's give and take. Life is all give and take. And we think that we can go in and completely change who we are, what we're doing, what we expect, what we want. It doesn't work like that. You know, 
nothing works like that. Our, our fucking school system. Look at our school system. You spend 12 years doing one thing. You spend 15 years doing one thing. You spend all this time in school and then you go to another school and it's because it takes time and education takes time. Think of relationships. You spend time with someone and then you get engaged and then you get married and then you have kids. And that's obviously the old school thinking way of that. But just for example purposes, it's not everyone's lifestyle. Nothing's wrong with any lifestyle like that being different. But like I said, for example purposes, good things take time. That goes for you as a person. Reflect on yourself. You know, really look into who you want to be and set some goals and hold yourself accountable. But it's it's at the end of the day, like it doesn't matter what month it is. It doesn't matter what year it is. It doesn't matter if it's the beginning of the year, the middle, the end, whatever. Like personally, all of my shit started shifting for me at the beginning of November and it was beautiful. So my new year in essence started November 1st. Um, like I said, it's different for everyone and like our concepts of perfection, our concepts of accountability, there's there's a basis that everyone can kind of tap into, um, but perfection is subjective. You know, what's perfect for you? I, I mean, everyone's answer is different, but the accountability factor is still the same. You have got to look within yourself. Look at yourself. And it's fucking scary. I get it. Like, I've done it. I've been there. But look at yourself. Look at what energy you are bringing to the universe around you. Is it fake as fuck? Are you one person on social media and another in real life? Are you going around talking about people instead of two people? Are you eating terrible fucking food and then complaining that you're gaining weight? Okay, so the point is look at yourself. You know, who do you want to be? Like I said, would you choose you? You know, cutting things out is going to be necessary, but let's focus on adding things, you know? Let's think, what am I adding in 2020? I'm adding more time for me. I have four jobs and I have a lot of um, a lot of weight on my shoulders to be a good friend, a good family member, a good partner. Um, and while I like pressure... <laughs> as much as the other boss bitches out there and boss men, um, sometimes you got to take some time for yourself. Sometimes you've got to lay in bed an hour past when your alarm actually went off and just kind of get lost in days. What else am I doing for me? Um, I don't know. I'm like legitimately thinking about it. I wanted to read 52 books this year, which is a book a week. I'm starting off a little over the top. I, well, I typically read two or three books at the same time. Um, For some of you, that sounds, as Remington would say, wild. But (laughs) for me, it's not. I do different genres. I love reading. Um, I love jumping into 
teen fiction because I feel like it's the most explorative for the imagination and that triggers a different part of my brain, um, the dreamier side of being a Pisces. Um, But I also like reading self-help books. I like reading books that are um, like writing prompts. So it gives you a concept of a story and then you write a page about it. You know, it's like an interactive journal. So um, the goal is 52, but I'm hoping to also exceed my own expectation um, with that. And, you know, if I'm reading three books a week, then whatever, three times 52, six, carry the one, 166. Ha, ha, ha. Look at that. Something I learned in school. Um, 166 books. That's nuts. I could totally do it though. Um, what else am I doing for myself? I, okay. Speaking of giving your energy in the right place and it reciprocating back to you, I am giving my energy for myself to walking my dog every day. I do not walk him every day. Hopefully PETA is not coming for my throat, but um, my dog is, he is the one being that's with me the most. Um, He guards my room while I go to sleep. He's always there to greet me and be positive and be happy. So if the energy I'm expelling in taking him for a walk every day, that energy will come full force back to me because he's going to be happy. He's going to be healthy. I'm going to have my dog with me. And it's it's a positive thing. Something else I'm doing for myself. I am continuing the writing of my book. Um, it's so fucking hard. It's so hard because it's like this indoor Blair Waldorf from Gossip Girl wants to just be like, set this place a fucking blaze. Be like, all of you bichachos that fucked me over, here's your name. Um, But then the other side of me is like, wow, I really have a voice that people look up to. And then it kind of results back to what I said when I first started this. I'm trying to balance being a boss-ass bitch, but bringing a positive energy. And that's hard. That's hard to do because people signify being a boss-ass bitch as being a savage. There is a difference between being a savage and being a twat. Yes, I said twat. Um, That's not me. I'm not one of those. (laughs) But... There is a difference. There's you can be a savage and have, you know, people gain something in a positive sense from you. You know, you can jump in and you can be a positive being but still be a boss ass bitch. And I think that's what I'm most focused on this year is yes, while I want to, like I said, paint the town red and and tell everyone the truth um sometimes the truth just has to speak for itself and i know that there have been instances where my name has been tarnished and who i am as a person has been kind of thrown under the bus because other people are too insecure to be themselves and other people feel like if they put who I am down, that it puts them on a higher pedestal, that's fine and well. The people believing that stuff are not people I need to be expelling or expecting any energy from. I don't need that shit. Like, I really don't. And that goes for you guys as well. If you really think about and buckle down into how people are viewing you, if it's negative and you know that you're not, 
then fuck it. Like, please do not put your energy in that. I'm begging you. Please don't put your energy in that because it's not worth it. It's not worth it. You're not going to change someone's mind. That's like the one human fault that everyone has. We ignore everything going on for ourselves. We ignore our own reflection. We ignore the things that we can be working on for ourselves. And we're so fucking hellbent on changing someone else. We're so hellbent on changing this skewed perception and zoning in on basically convincing people of what we are. Enter social fucking media. Why? Why? Just be you. Be you and the right people will come around. And it sounds cliche. Well, it kind of is. But be yourself and the right energy will fall back into you. The right people will be in your orbit. That is one million fucking percent the truth. There are people this past year that I gave a lot of energy to from love to business, everything. And I found out the hard way that not everyone ticks like I do. Not everyone is authentic. Not everyone is genuine in their intentions. That's fine. That's fine. I looked in the mirror before they had the courage to look at themselves in the mirror. I have what it takes to be authentic in real life and on social media. And not everyone can say that. That's fine. It's not my job to turn you into the mirror and say, hey, it's time to take a look at yourself. No, no, stop it. Let people get on that track on their own and let them figure it out for themselves and do you. Truly, do you focus on yourself, focus on what you're bringing to the table for you. And I've said this before, I know what I bring to that motherfucking table. I already know. I know what I bring. I know it's good eating. I know that it's wholesome. I know that it's real. And if you don't want to sit the fuck down and share a meal with me, bye. Bye. I can cook for 20 or I can cook for one. At the end of the day, I'm still fucking eating. So you can sit down and enjoy that meal with me and be the energy you're looking for or leave my fucking table. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me and you guys shouldn't let it bother you. If you are working on yourself and figuring out the wholesomeness that you need to be the best version of you, who fucking cares who's at that table? People will come and people will go. At the end of the day, you need to focus on yourself. So with all of those things kind of collaboratively meshed into one hour-long podcast, just take a minute for yourself, okay? Just take a minute for you. Take a breather. Write some shit down that you really would like to do for yourself, whether that be traveling, reading, journaling, exercising, certain foods. You know, make sure that you are adding into you. Worry about you first. And for those of you who are parents out there, Yes, I understand you're focusing on your children and that's fine and well, but if you're tired and you're not happy and you're this, that, and the other, like I said, your energy will expel outward and that's going to be reflectant from your children. It's the same with relationships. It's the same with business partners. It's all fucking like I wish that I could just make everyone's energy a different color, which is it's your like aura or your chakras and all that cool stuff I'm learning more about. Um, 
But I wish everyone's energy could be a different color and you could just see how it fucking ping pongs off of everything, like into the environment, into the people you're around, into the things you're eating. It's really, truly incredible. So for this, I just want everyone to be excited for the new year. All your cliche sayings, rock them, live them, love them. I just quoted like 20 million white girls like portraits hanging in their houses in their kitchen um but just just go for it look at yourself in the mirror and if you don't like something start taking a few things away start adding a few things in and really just do that for yourself do it for yourself and watch how all of that other energy starts to come back into you how you start to feel more clear in what you're doing you start to feel more excited about your day you start to feel more in tune and that's really what it's all about when you're in tune with yourself you're attracting the right partner the right friends the right job all of those things kind of fall into place so you just need to let them allow them like I said I really really appreciate just everything that I've been through. And I appreciate everyone who takes the time to listen to this. I hope and I pray that this transpired into your life in some sort of way to get you thinking. I was going to say positive way, but it's not all positive and that's fine. That's life. But I hope that it triggers you to just check yourself, triggers you to think about what you want and what you need. And okay, it's a couple days into January. Start now. Start next week. Start February 1st. Who fucking cares? It's your time schedule. Just like the idea of perfection is subjective, the idea of starting your goals is subjective. But here's the thing. Still start them. Fucking start them. Do it for yourself. Do it for the energy you want to now attain. Do it for the energy you expect. But ultimately, just do it for you guys. Like, totally go out and do it for you. Because at the end of the day, you are really all that you have. You are the foundation of this life on earth, which legit, I mean, you never know when that shit's going to end. Like this could be my last podcast ever. You never know. But it doesn't scare me. It really doesn't. The idea of death does not scare me because I am 1 million percent in tune with who I am as a person, what I expect, what I want, I'm the same bitch on Instagram as I am in real life. And if you haven't experienced that yet, hit me up. Let's go. Let's go get a drink. Let's go dance. Let's go read books. Let's go on a hike. I do it all. I am a chameleon of life activities. So I hope everyone is having an amazing start to the new year. I hope that this registered in some way or another for you. And if not, sucks to suck. I shot my shot, fucked it up. I'm sorry. Wish I could be more help. If not, go buy a book, read it, read some self-help blogs. You can totally do it. Um, But some things to look forward to on the upcoming podcast. I've planned, so I'm like a week, a week, a month actually projected out into having things set in stone. So some things we have coming up, a male entrepreneur podcast, because you know what? This podcast is for men and women. I don't care who you are. I don't care your sexual orientation. I don't care your religious background. I don't care. You're a human being and this can help you. Here we fucking are. So 
This is for men and women. So a male entrepreneur podcast is coming up with AB, who owns Fade to Win, Eric Mangano, uh, my little sister's, uh, I almost said husband. Well, one day they will be, but that's her human. Um, And then my buddy Jeremy, which shout out to Indie Fitness Magazine for their studio to which I record occasionally. Um, I really appreciate them. But those are the three that are going to be on the Male Entrepreneur Podcast. And then we jump into the DJ lifestyle, um, speaking with DJs, um, DJ No, it's G-N-O, the G is silent. If you ever tell me you're looking for Gino, I know you're not his real friend. Um, and then my girl Annie D, um, and then my buddy Brandon, who is a music producer, Brandon Real. Um, that is a very interesting podcast. Uh, I learned some stuff. I laughed a lot, which was so exciting. Um, and then after that, I did a bartender podcast with my brother Remington and my good, good friend Hannah, um, both of which, you know, all three of us have bartended. We've been in the service industry. We've worked different types of places, different, um, years of experience. And we really got to jump into the nitty gritty of, you know, downtown Indianapolis. We got to jump into some random things that, you know, people really don't think about as being rude, but it's rude to the bartender and assumptions that are made. So all that good stuff. And then finally, I had my good friend Ben Polizzi on. And of course, there was some major laughing. For those of you who don't know him here, um, he is a comedian based out of Indianapolis, Indiana, back and forth with LA. Um, But he's extremely talented, extremely hilarious. He's a good friend of mine, a great fucking human. And we talked about the pressure he's under in always having to really be a performer as a comedian and building that social media platform of humor. Um, You know, the pressure that kind of surrounds that with always having to be, quote unquote, camera ready. Um, So yeah, those are some things to look forward to. I wanted to start this year out with giving just a little bit of insight in you know, doing you and getting yourself prepared for the upcoming year, the upcoming decade, um, and just really wanted to dive into getting people to thinking today. So happy 2020. Those are some great things to look forward to. I cannot wait to hear what you guys think, how you feel, what you want to hear. Suggestions always welcome. And I hope that everyone has a bomb ass fucking day. And I can't wait to just continue seeing all of this grow. I deserve it. I deserve it. You guys deserve it. I wouldn't be here without you. And I wouldn't be able to put such dope fucking content out there without these, you know, just the gifts of being inspired and creative. So thank you to everyone who contributes to that. I appreciate you more than you know. And this, this is it, guys. That's a wrap. Thank you guys for listening to Chino's Best. Be sure to check out the Instagram and Twitter pages at C-H-E-E-K-N-O-W-S-B-E-S-T and follow each week for new topics. Click the link in either bio and be sure to subscribe to the podcast and the blog. Special thanks to sponsors involved. And remember, you're not alone. I'll prove it.